0: Hello and welcome back to the Grace Field Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and as always, I'm excited to be here with you this week where we are going to go over some very juicy things, and this week we're talking about the four mistakes that I see so many women make when they are trying to fix their marriage. Four mistakes you might be making if you're trying to fix your marriage. Let's jump right in because this one is a good one. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace-fueled wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at The Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Do you wish there was a way to enjoy the happy and connected marriage you expected to have when you said I do? Or maybe a way to feel cherished and sexy and understood by your husband? Or a way to feel like he's more than just a roommate or a co-parent? Listen, I know what it feels like to look at him and think, I love him. He's a good man. I just kind of hate our marriage right now or to look at other marriages and wonder why can't mine be more like that or explore all the resources for christian couples but feel forgotten because they make the assumption that he's going to participate he's going to read the book or try the course or that he's even a christian or trying to ask in every possible way but still feeling like he just refuses to listen to me or the worst feeling like i was trapped in a loveless marriage Guess what? That's why I created the Grace Fueled Marriage Method, where I teach you to stop fighting with your husband without feeling guilty for expressing your needs. You'll be able to communicate with him in a way that's loving but doesn't leave you feeling like a doormat. You'll get the exact formula to communicate in a way that you actually understand each other, and you'll be able to rediscover your friendship and passion all over again. So if you're ready to feel excited when your husband comes home at the end of the day and Feel like you finally have the marriage of your dreams? Three, two, one, go run over to the Gracefields Marriage Method dot gra com. So you can have a marriage where you stop fighting and finally get your needs met now the first mistake that i find uh, women make if they are trying to save their marriage and i talk to a lot (laughs) the first mistake that i find is they try to go it alone meaning no community no guidance no coach nothing they go at it alone and the reason why a lot of women go at it alone is most of them are ashamed. They don't want to tell anybody. They don't want to be judged. They don't want to basically talk badly about their husband in front of anybody. All of this stuff totally makes sense, right? A lot of these things, when we're having trouble in our marriages, we don't tell anyone. We don't want anybody to know or to hear, and then maybe think poorly of our husband. And then now you, know, you have this person who was close enough with you uh, that you would share this information, and now they have all this knowledge of your husband, and maybe they look at him differently. So, so many times, women are suffering in silence. I know women who are entrepreneurs and best selling authors, and I've sp- Spoken to them, and I know what they have going on in secret, going on at home, that they're not able to share with everyone. Now, this doesn't mean that you should be sharing publicly all of your problems in marriage. What it does mean, though, is that you should have somebody trusted to talk to. And here is the caveat with that. If you have somebody trusted to talk to, it should be somebody who's going to give you unbiased and honest, loving advice, so another mistake that I've seen is um, women who say they're trying to fix their marriages or or they're really trying to work at it, but they avoid people who are going to try to talk to them about this is what they could actually do to make some changes. Instead, they are so focused about what their husband is doing that they either aren't talking to anybody because they don't want to be told otherwise, or they will go to somebody like a counselor who will talk to them about what they need but not talk to them about anything that is going on specifically in the marriage. The other thing is I find when women do that, there's been women in my own life who they're going through something and they don't come to me. We don't talk about it. And I find out later and they say they didn't want to feel guilty for leaving their marriage because they know how passionate I am about making marriages work. In that case, Those women had already made the decision to leave or exit or whatever. In many cases, their husbands were doing things that were just wrong. And I get it. There's going to be times where he is wrong and i know on this show i talk about a lot about how we could change but if we focus and this is going to be a number two our second mistake that i see women make the second major mistake i see them doing is they focus only on their husband they're constantly worrying about him and what he's doing and what he needs to do differently and you know what he didn't do or what he how he didn't change and how he didn't measure up and how they asked him again and got nothing from it and all this other stuff and they they are so focused on him that they have not considered what It is that they could change in the marriage. Now, I get it. I speak to so many amazing women that I'm like, you're a great wife. You love your family. You do all kinds of things for your family, but no one is perfect. And so when we really get down to it, we find out later, well, then you know what? Here's some things that we could do in terms of asking for what we want. And let's try to come up with a new formula for this or a new formula for that in terms of our communication, because what I hear is they say, oh, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried everything, and he has not changed. I've tried everything, and nothing has changed, or I've tried everything, and nothing has changed, so that's why I don't want to talk to anybody. So that is Another mistake that I find women make. And number three, major mistake I see women make when they are trying to fix their marriages is they're living in fear. So they're putting their fear over their faith. They're living in fear of what might happen. What might happen if? So maybe that is fear of, well, how do I know he's not going to cheat? How do I know he's not going to go out and start dating somebody? How do I know? If this, that, and the other. And they're so focused on this outcome. If he's going to go out and cheat, then he's going to go out and cheat. That's on him. But there's nothing that we can do to prevent that. There's things that we could do to try to reestablish intimacy in the marriage. There's things that we can do to try to fix that so if we see something is going in a way that we don't want them to go, there's things that we can do, ways that we can be empowered, and changes that we can make. But when we put our fear over our faith, then we're living from this place. There's never going to be love there. Perfect love drives out all fear. So if we're putting our fear over our faith, then we're not actually behaving in perfect love in our marriage. We're not because we're not trusting that God's going to take care of us. We're not trusting what scripture says. We're not trusting any of those things because quite frankly, a lot of times it's because of things that our husband has shown us in the past. And so that might have us in fear. Another fear I see is a fear to invest like, oh, well, I don't want to take this course or sign up with this coach or do whatever it is. Maybe it's a marriage retreat. Maybe it's buying a book, whatever that is. We'll say, I don't want to do that because what if it doesn't work? And I've seen that time and time again, or I've heard that again. And I understand it. Sometimes these things can be an investment for us. And we think about, well, what if it doesn't work? What if I make this investment and it doesn't work? Well, guess what? What if it does work because the cost of divorce is far more expensive than the cost of what it might be to buy a program or hire a coach or do something that is going to make a difference for us and we have this idea that it has to be done together so this is number four the fourth mistake that i see happen all the time is that we have this idea that we can't save the marriage if we don't do it together which means you give up all the power that you have to your husband in that case because you're saying well i can't save this marriage on my own i need him to do it with me and he's not participating or he doesn't care or he doesn't want to go to marriage counseling or he doesn't want to do the thing therefore there's nothing i can do it can't be saved and when we do that we give up our power we either give it up to our husband Or maybe we'll give up that power to a marriage counselor. Oh, the marriage counselor, we went and didn't work. So there it goes. This marriage can't be saved. Again, we can't give up our power as women to anybody else. We need to be empowered. We need to take that and say, no, I'm going to make changes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start to practice the skills that i've learned from beatrice i'm going to start to do the things or i'm going to invest in the program and i'm going to meet with her on a weekly basis and we're going to start to implement the things that she teaches so i can start to see transformation in my own marriage but if we give up that power and say and put it all on our husband or all on the marriage counselor then the results are not going to be what they could have been if we just sat there and said, no, I'm not going to continue to be a victim. I'm not going to continue to let life happen to me. I am going to happen to it. I am going to go out there and with full faith of God. Again, this is where it comes to putting our faith Over our fear and saying, no, Lord, I have faith in you. So I have faith that you're going to lead me to the right places that you're going to lead me to the right things and the right resources that might help me, Lord. And I'm going to go and follow in the path that you have laid out for me, Lord. And I'm going to then surrender that outcome to you. Because think about it. If our marriage is saved, Could we take the credit for it? No. Could your husband take the credit for it? No. Could I personally take the credit for it? Of course not. God is the one who gets the glory. When your marriage is saved, when your marriage is turned around and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so in love with my husband again. We're reconnected. We're talking. We're acting like we did when we first start dating we're snuggling up on the couch together and we're actually spending time together he actually wants to be around me it's been so long since we've done anything like that i mean think about what that feeling would be and then you have to understand is that most of the time we're in our own way. We're the ones that are really stopping it from happening. And there's no reason why we should. So just to recap, the four mistakes I see women make when they're trying to save their marriages is number one, they go at it alone with no community, no guidance, or no coach. For me, I know what that was like because I didn't have a coach any sort of community any any sort of thing around me that i felt that i could trust there was no podcast back then there was i mean i had like one or two marital books that i could read but essentially it was just myself and my bible and i was trying to duct tape that whole thing together and to god be the glory it worked out but now why do you have to go it alone if there's resources out there for you of other women who have walked that path and have said girl here try this 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 is proven it's not like it's only worked for me it has worked for my clients it has worked for hundreds and hundreds of women so there is hope for you there, and there's no reason to do it alone. Number two, they focus only on their husband, constantly worrying about what he's doing without focusing on their own paper and what they could do for themselves. Number three is they live in fear of what might happen. So they're putting their fear over their faith. And number four, they are giving up their power. Don't give up your power. You do not need to do that. All right, ladies, I hope that was helpful. And again, if you want help with these things, if you want that coach, if you want that guidance, come join us in the Grace Fueled Marriage Method where you will learn all of those things and not just learn the skills that you'll need, but you'll have access to the weekly implementation. I mean, I think that is the real key. The course is great. It's helpful, but it's the weekly implementation of all right great now you you learned the lesson or you heard me talk about this on the podcast how does this apply to your real life because everybody's lives are different there is a system that we've made out of it that you can then come and implement together in the group with me it's really amazing because you have that community around you thank you ladies i love you guys and until next week Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.